1: That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time.
0: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
2: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on Demand. Ron Duguay started following me last night. How about that? How about that? How
3: about that? These guys here, the guys with the full heads of hair, don't even know. What did you call him? A Ron Duguay? Like, who is this, Ron Duguay? do oh! This guy was Bon Jovi before there was Bon Jovi, okay? Good guy, Ron Duguay. He's coming up next week.
2: This is the Ron Peterson Show.
3: That's why they call him a, a heartbreaker, Ron Duguay. Mm-hmm. He broke everybody's heart today. And you still love him. <laughs> How'd he do that? Burns. Dang it! Ron Dugay was supposed to be with us one hour ago and was playing tennis instead. Wrote down the wrong time. Some people around here were a little upset about that. And then Dugay apologized profusely and... What did he say? I'll make it up to you. I never do this. Damn, darn it! I'm so sorry. And you just got a glimpse into Ron Duguay's dating history. Yeah, I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> what? Oh, it was an accident. It was. It was a misunderstanding. I tripped and fell. I just fell into her arms. So, anyways, Ron Dugay will be joining us at a later date. We can't. We got to keep rolling, man. <laughs> We're on our way to the train station. We got to keep going. So, Ron Dugay will be with us next week, maybe. Devin Aru coming up from uh, the CBC's curling coverage. Is he in the bubble or not? I, I don't think he is. No, no, no. Um, I'm not even going to go through the Quick 6 Show topics because they don't matter today. <coughs> big news. Big news. Naylor broke it, but I've got all these notifications. The, the, the top one on my phone from the score. CFL working with XFL. That's the headline. It says, leagues announce partnership to find opportunities to collaborate. And I'll say it again. What a godsend it is to be the only daily sports talk show in the country on the air talking about the hottest topics ever. We happen to be coming out of uh, the bunker here in Western Canada. So this hit just before we went to air an hour ago. We've settled a few things down. We've collaborated with you viewers that have written in and said, hey, I've got emails you've reported to us from your teams. Saying this won't affect this season. This has got a lot of people fired up. But the poll question is, and if you've been following this show for a long time, you'll know this is not a new topic to us at all. I've been saying for 20 years this should happen. And now here we are. It took a pandemic for it to happen. But the question is, should the CFL and XFL merge I see everybody's on their phone here because I'm getting the little windy w- window to wait. So I can't get... Here we go. 58% <laughs> on Twitter saying no. What are they saying on Facebook?
1: The majority saying no. 62%. Yeah. It was down, though, from 74%. We are... It's like we're in the debate and the polling data is live, right? Right and it started 75% of the, of the audience said no we shouldn't but as we start talking about how great it would be selling them on it we're selling them and, and the poll is starting to skew matthew jubert writes me on twitter
3: and says not a fan of this at all but i hope that the leaders in charge don't listen to people like matthew jubert And do what's best for the team, rather than block out the noise. You know, I said in my Ten Things column the other day that I'm surprised how gullible people are. I'm also shocked at how easily influenced leaders are. Get a little noise from over here. Oh, we got to change everything. Oh, we got to change the direct the course here. Well, what's the right thing to do? That's merge with the C F with the X F L. Let's go back to the comments, Darren, if you don't mind, from the viewers. This is the second half kickoff, by the way. We've named this portion of the show that, and it's worked real well. Sean Dahl watching on YouTube says, I think those numbers would change if the CFL told us that this is the only way for the league to survive. Sean, I'm telling you this is the only way for the league to survive. How about that? How about that? How about that? Because they probably won't tell you that. Jeff in Winnipeg, Cabela says, this is like the WCW, WWE all over again. Worked for them, didn't it? And They even got their own channel. You make a lot of money. From Jeff in Calgary, if this merger happened, it's sure unfortunate for those who have recently spent a fortune on new stadiums. The sight lines will now be awful with a smaller field. Oh, yeah. We wish we had McMahon Stadium. Nice try. We'll take cars all day long. How about this? Filling in field level seats all around the field. Courtside. Charge more. Wow. Jeff, you need to stop talking today.
1: You're digging yourself in a really deep hole over there in like- Calgary. We complain about like we're jumping to complain about all of these little details that we don't have any idea about. They're just having a conversation. Well, this sucks. I don't want to have. No, a they're having field. more than a conversation. Right? No, 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 but they're going to merge. But we don't know if they're going to keep Canadian rules or American rules or small field or big field or all of those things. Right. So we jump so quick to just negative town, right? Oh, no, some of do focusing on. The core of the deal, two brands merging, and it's going to elevate both of them. Like, the XFL wouldn't be at the table if they didn't feel the CFL could elevate their brand and help for some long-term sustainability. And the CFL wouldn't be at the table if they didn't think the XFL could help them survive. And The Rock is CFL alum,
3: so he knows it infinitely. So... Micah always watching in Texas, Blue Bombers linebacker. He said, as long as I can get a defensive touchdown, don't care how or where. Believe me, the players don't care. They just want to play. And obviously, if this is going to ensure the long-term stability of both leagues, it's good. But I've been saying it forever. It's that whole concept of working together. Together, we're stronger. But in football, it's the football mentality of fighting each other all the time. That's why I can't be part of it. Fighting the XFL for players, fighting the Alliance for players. June Jones today, I had this article sent to me by the Jug saying, what was it, Jug? That the, uh, June Jones says the XFL is a better league for American players than the CFL. Interesting that article would come out today, and I can't remember where, where, I if it was ESPN or not. And I'm sitting here from the outside just watching it going, this is what you should do. But they haven't wanted to collaborate forever. Until now, because they, the only reason the CFL is doing this is because they absolutely have to. Todd Pinckney writes in, let's take a break and talk golf. Who's winning the Players' Championship? Hey, Todd, why don't you stop watching if you don't like what we're talking about? Beat it. There's the door. Nice try getting us to change. What the hell is that about? What is going on? Players' Championship. Yeah, because we talk a lot of golf around here. I'll do the talking. You do the watching. That's the long-time rule around here. Did you forget it? God. (laughs) Sean Dahl on YouTube. It would be easier to shrink fields to American size rather than fit a larger field into American stadiums. Listen, they're going to smaller fields that not going to be Canadian rules in the CFL and American rules in the XFL. You can't. The ratio's going to be gone. I feel like if they went back and read a blog that I wrote 10 months ago, here's your plan right here. You know, because I said, let's look at the best rules from both leagues. The kickoff rule in, in Canada, football people will tell you well, some football people, that it's largely barbaric. The XFL fixed the kickoff collision rule with the way they do it, where they line up 10 yards apart, and the kicker kicks from 40 yards back. Lessens contact. It's perfect. Guys, returner still has a chance to return the ball. That's a great rule. They have one, two, and three-point converts in the XFL. So, there's 90 seconds left in a game, and you're down nine points. In the CFL, it's over. You can turn the TV off for the most part. Most leagues, yeah. Uh, Not in the XFL. No. And and now here we go with this. uh, Sean Dahl, 25-second play clock. Cannot go any longer, in my opinion. John Ohm says, I don't want the fair catch. My rant. (laughs) Jim Vancha, I'm a Rider fan. Whatever league they play in, go, Riders, go. I think that's really the point. What is really the difference between this happening in a large way than the 90s, which a lot of you crew around here don't remember, but when the Memphis Mad Dogs came to town and the Sacramento Gold Miners and the San Antonio Texans and the Las Vegas Posse, there was a buzz in town. There was a buzz in this town when those teams came in. There's a buzz when the Hamilton Tiger Cats come to town now. But this is just new and it's fresh. Yeah. And by the way, why wouldn't we want to use the marketing abilities of The Rock? You touched on that. Was it last hour or this yeah. hour?
1: Well, you know, put The Rock signature on your paycheck. You might not even cash that check. Just put it on the wall. Save it. Um, but yeah, no, there's, there's tremendous opportunity. And I remember... You know one of the one of the great games, and we still have it on a VHS recorded somewhere. The '95 Great Cup. Now it was in Saskatchewan, but it was Baltimore and Calgary. One great games ever. Tracy Ham, Doug Flutie, Mike Pringle. Like it yeah. was great football. It well, was exciting. So Jeff and the Zones watch it on YouTube, and he says, "Will
3: all the games? Will all the games all be on TSN?" My God, I hope not. I've been thinking a lot about that lately too. I watch Sports Center every morning when I'm working out for a few reasons. I think it's the best national highlight show, but uh there's if anybody's going to be talking about the CFL, it's TSN. I mean, they rarely do right now, but that's fine. They're not playing. I have a feeling tonight they will be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Since Naylor broke the story. And here oh, yeah. here also by the way is the CFL using TSN as their official PR arm. But that's fine. But years and years and years of bad decisions, as I said last hour, decades ago, well, over a decade ago, the CFL owners made that decision to jump into bed with TSN because they waved the biggest check in front of them and they jumped at it because that's how desperate they are. And here we are 12 years later, Sportsnet doesn't even cover the league. CBC, forget about it. You have a 24-hour sports league in your country that won't even talk about you. And you don't think that's a problem. And again, CBC, forget it. What's CBC's mandate? Canadian coverage. They're covering the CEBL. Go turn on CBC Saturday afternoon. You're probably going to see ski jumping and horse racing or horse jumping in Canada. They just walked away from the CFL. And you guys in the CFL think this was a good
1: idea. Imagine. Now we're talking NBC, Fox Sports, right? ESPN, all covering the Canadian Football League. Mm -hmm. And I know you're going to say games are on ESPN already, but like covering the league. Well, for CFL, they're streaming. When you combine the XFL and the Canadian Football League, now all of a sudden these networks are going to provide airtime all over North America. So that's a win right there
3: uh interesting here collins watching in ottawa and everybody tell your friends we're talking cfl in the middle of the day in march on game plus tv youtube and facebook tell the world you tell them johnny collins is the fact that randy can't get a where did it go can't get a big increase on television rights from tsn is what killed the cfl you really i feel got to stop pinning everything on randy ambrosie he, this, is this on? I said this has been decades of bad decision-making by CFL leaders that's put them in this mess. They're in right now. That's my feeling. and But some people just will not, they won't listen. They've said it every day this week. People hear what they want to hear. Glenn watching in Tallahassee, Florida says, American betting revenue. Huh. Who would want that? Our official betting partner, Come On Canada, I was, don't tell anybody, but I was looking at placing a wager the other day. You can bet on Continental Hockey League play in Russia, Swedish Hockey League play, German hockey. We'll take those Americans' money to bet on a game between Saskatchewan and Winnipeg. Uh, <laughs> Jeff in Winnipeg says, Austin Matthews skates are getting more airtime than the CFL. But he scored last night, don't you know? Twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least we've forgotten about Nathan Bullio.
1: Yeah, that, that was so last hour. <laughs> <laughs> and defending Kyle Connor. Yeah. <sighs>
3: Jeff, the Stamps fan. LOL, Rod, the armchair quarterback. Hindsight is easy, Rod. TSN did a lot for CFL. Others were not doing. Jeff, I told you to stop talking. Be like a zipper. Yeah. You're done today. I'm done with you. From Oren Cairns. Why wouldn't the CFL want to partner with the XFL? More money, more teams, more opportunity, more exciting. Need to stop being so opposed to America. It's the heart of football. We'll still have teams just in a bigger pot. Here's Canada. I hate America. It's a toilet. I'm never going there again. Oh, their football's great. You, the CFL sucks. Here's Canada in a nutshell right there, eh? Going to Vegas. <laughs> I'm never going to America again. Good. More room for me. Stay home. <coughs> From Nelson Hakke, which our VP of Sim Events. TSN hasn't upped their production level since taking on the CFL contract. It's stale. I'm not John Shannon. I don't. Just spread it around the networks. Then they have to up their game. They don't have to up their game right now. They got no competition. Right. Meanwhile, you got the Raptors selling off their broadcasts to SportsNet and TSN. Leafs doing the same thing. Again, decades of dreadful decisions by CFL business people and leaders has put them in this position today where they need to talk to the XFL. Now they should have been doing it forever, but I'm just saying don't put this on Randy Ambrosi. And while there's a lot of smart Business and football people that say, Rod, you're a sucker. Rod, no. Nope. I got a pretty good idea when I look somebody in the eye who I'm dealing with. And I'm going to plant my flag on Team Ambrosy. I've done it for ages. Why would I back out now? Anyways, Devin Aru will have some thoughts on this. Plus the briar. You're watching the RP Show. This has been the second-half kickoff. We're on Game Plus television across all 10 provinces and 31 states, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds full-service car wash at uh, rodpeterson.com. Listen live.
2: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
3: Support for The Rod Peterson Show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Dupes, have I told you about Manscaped? (laughs) You've
1: started to. I've had it for a week.
3: Let me tell you, we've been doing it wrong. We have. Yeah, ask me why. Yeah, why? Because (laughs) I don't know where to start. I used to have to use two razors. Did I tell you that? I was doing an acrobatic act over the toilet and the sink. I had a big hair trimmer. I had a face shaver. None of those were made for below-the-waist grooming. That's a safety hazard. (sighs) Don't tell anybody, but I don't have to worry about it anymore because the Lawnmower 3.0 is specifically designed for men's below-the-waist grooming. And your introductory package comes with a pair of boxer briefs, which I gave to you. Yes, not worn, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I pulled them out of the package. When you order yours, you'll get a pair of underwear. This was a large, didn't fit me, so I gave them to you. You're welcome. Thank you. And it also comes with anti-chafing lotion. Where has this been all our lives? I know. So I used to get those Nicky things. You must have too. <laughs> nick yourself yes. and you're bleeding. Doesn't happen. Because the Lawnmower 3.0 comes with a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Man, (laughs) manscape calls them. So, what more do you want to know? When you when you use the Lawnmower 3.0, you use the anti-shaving cream. You leave the house feeling like you've just left a spa. The chafing—that's the worst, right? Rubbing between the legs. Anti-chafing lotion, 20% off with the promo code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscape.com and use code FANSIDED20.
2: Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show.
3: Welcome back, everybody. We're going to get Devin Aru on here shortly from CBC. What a Canadian sports talk show this is today. Talking CFL curling And at some point, we'll get around to hockey if we can. But even though they are midway through, actually near the end of draw 13 this morning in Calgary, here is my curling report. Matt Dunstone's curling team continued to parlay the generosity of a Saskatchewan small town into its strong start at the Canadian Men's Championship. Dunstone's foursome downed Quebec 9-6 Tuesday night for a third straight win. I guess it was in the afternoon. Saskatchewan is 4-1 in Pool B at the Briar. The COVID-19 pandemic decimating the competitive curling season and closing off ice time in certain regions of the country meant none of the 18 participating teams were in peak form upon arrival in Calgary. Dunstone's home club here in the sweatpants capital closed due to restrictions. So a curling club in Wadena, population 1,300, where I'm not very popular, offered itself up as an exclusive training base to the team. Dunstone, Vice, Braden Muscoe, and front end Kirk Myers, and Dustin Kidby had the run of the Wadena Curling Club for two weeks before the briar. Dunstone said it had given him a huge advantage. But not today. Team Cooey's taking him to the train station. It's a final. Make the final. 9-2 for Cooey, who goes to 6-0, and Saskatchewan drops to 4-2. Elsewhere, it was. Brad Gushu, Team Canada, over PEI's Mackenzie 8-4. Quebec's Fournier, over Ontario's John Epping, 10-7. And Newfoundland and Labrador's Smith, over Team Nunavut's Peter Mackey, 9-2. So, draw 14 coming up this afternoon. Your curling report is sponsored by Verge Agriculture, helping farmers plan and optimize their operations across every field. Visit Verge Agro to learn, for more, uh, learn more today. By the way, the reason they don't like me in Wadena is I went up there to do a sports uh, banquet with, who was it? Darren Duchesian. First, we went for supper. They have a Chinese food restaurant there that serves Halloween candy at the front, at, by the till. It's amazing, with African art on the wall. Like, we're all moving to Wadena. But then I went and did the dinner and I started, opened up with some Pamela Wallen jokes. If you're ever emceeing a sports banquet in Wadena, don't tell Pamela Wallen jokes. Um, And then I couldn't believe that they were so upset at me. And I thought, if I pulled the stuff that she did in the Senate with her expenses, allegedly, they wouldn't have my back in Milestone Saskatchewan, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's the difference in towns. Person watching on YouTube says the quiet card. Their name is the Quiet Card. They said, first time listener, please be gentle." <laughs> I know you're fine. Rare day. It's a it's a it's a rare day. I'm not normally ranting like this. Oh, by the way, Jeff in Winnipeg says, "Who's Dupont branded so far?" Jeff the Stamps fan. Jeff the Stamps fan's gonna get branded. Okay, and one more. Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg says, speaking of awkward sports banquet moments, I always wanted to hear the full story of Rod's encounter with Anthony Calvillo. Hang on, Patrolman Pete. We'll save that for later in the program because that's a good one too. But we have him now. The loquacious, the supple, the very busy Devin Aru joining us from CBC Sports covering the briar. How you doing, Devin? Are you kidding me? It just froze? <sighs> now we have him. Okay, Devin, you froze, but you're back. And well, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Yo, yeah, oh, oh man. What's the deal? Is he on Wi-Fi? Is he not on Wi-Fi? <laughs> okay, James in Borden, Manitoba says if Rod didn't yell at people, I would stop watching. Well, I'm not acting. So are we going back to Devon or not? You guys tell me the second that we can go to Devon. <laughs> William May watches, oh, really, Rod? You're not like this every day? I've been watching the wrong show. Am I punchy every day? I ran out of pink drink. I need to get more. That's so what they wondered, right? Was it the pink drink that's... Uh... Roger Yee watching in Calgary. Man, I love you. Your team and the show, Roger. Well, thank you, Roger. That means a lot. Especially coming from Calgary, where I'm not very popular there either. It really hurts my feelings. <laughs> Anthony Calvillo story. Mm-hmm. He's on stage and he's talking about the Grey Cups that he lost. And how he's actually, if you go back and look, I think he's two and three in Great Cups. Maybe two and four, you guys or three and five. Not the, not I think the it's most a sterling record. <laughs> no, I think it's an all time losing record in Great Cups for Anthony Calvillo. So he was telling that at the I think it was Rajani Kinsman Banquet, maybe Don Narcisse's banquet, I can't remember. And anyways, when he was done speaking, I got up and I said, Are you telling me that if we could count, you'd have an even worse record? The look. He, he didn't find it funny. <laughs> it was just... Okay, Devin, they say that we got you coming in loud and proud now. Okay, Devin. Okay, yeah,
4: yeah, you're clear. What was the problem? You moved. You moved. Here's the problem. Here's the problem, Roddy. I'm in the broadcast center downtown Toronto, and the CBC doesn't like our connection from Toronto to Saskatchewan, so you can blame the CBC today.
3: I'm blaming China. Okay, Listen, you're a huge CFL fan. Can we, before we get to the Briar, talk about the CFL-XFL merger? What do you think?
4: Well, this is it, Roddy. I mean, I, I tweeted out a while ago emails I wasn't expecting uh, in the middle of a, of a Briar. I mean, it's hard to wrap your head around all of this. I haven't uh, you know, looked into it enough, but my initial reaction is I think today's announcement is just a byproduct of how horribly handled this has been all along. I don't think it should have ever gotten to this point. Um, And to me, and and like I said, I don't know all the details of it, but to me, it looks a little desperate on the part of the CFL. I know they're trying to find every plan A to plan Z, or maybe we should say Z today um, throughout all of this. But, you know, now I'm seeing tweets about potential four-down football. Like, what is going on here? I mean, if we lose three downs and the Rouge, I will never be a season ticket holder ever again.
3: Oh, I'm going to write that uh, March 10th. <laughs> I don't believe you. You love your Rough Riders. I got him. I, I knew you wouldn't, Devin. You love them too much. I think, because the reaction we're getting here from rider fans, we're getting fans from all across the country, but the rider fans are saying, we'll cheer for our team no matter what league they're in. I would put you in that category.
4: I'll be there. Of course I'll be there, but Roddy, I mean, I I, I wish I could have been watching more of the show. Uh, What are you hearing? What are we hearing at this point? What are we learning about what what options they're looking at at this point?
3: Well, from the fans on a poll, the majority don't want this to happen at all. They don't want a merger with the XFL and CFL. It's shrinking, though. It started at 70%. It's coming down closer to 50-50. As I'm kind of selling them on it, people want the league to survive. This is what's best for Canadian professional football. More people are starting to come on board. You're old enough, Devin, sorry to say, to remember the U.S. expansion in the 90s. And I said it was pretty exciting when those, when those well, well, it was fun when they came to town.
4: No, but, but. But the reality of it is, Roddy, is that, again, was another desperate move by the, C- uh, by the CFL to keep it alive. It was, a, it was a bailout. They could barely pay the teams in the 95 break Cup. If it wasn't for that deal in the early to mid 90s, the league would have folded. So, yeah, it was exciting and the anthem was butchered and we saw things we thought we'd never see in this league. It was a desperate attempt, and, and I feel like here we are again, back to the mid-90s, when if this was handled properly, if that situation in the House of Commons at committee meeting, if they would have been a little more prepared, I don't think we're having this conversation today.
3: Yeah, well, Devin, we are, here we are. <laughs> What's done is right. done. We're right. in no better position than we were in 1995. And just a last one from uh, John Ohm um, in Winnipeg. Devin... The CFL needs money. Are you going to break open your piggy bank, bro? And he goes on to say, bring on Bull Levi to talk about a possible merger. Not. <laughs> That's from John in Winnipeg. Listen, enough. Is this the best Briar ever? That's what I'm hearing.
4: Oh, man. I mean, is is it the best Briar field on paper ever? Absolutely. I mean, you have more teams than ever, and, you know, Every year, Roddy, we go to the Briar, we say, oh, this is the best field you've ever seen. You know, the curling pundits. Oh, look at the names, mainly because we want people to read our stuff. But the reality of it is last year in Kingston was the best Briar field ever. And because of the pandemic, you had no play down. So you're basically redoing what happened last year and adding a few more teams uh, to the field. So yeah, I think it is the best Briar field ever. Is it curling where it should be at this point of the competition of the bond spiel? Probably not because I'm still seeing some some misses that are rather relatable and make us feel, you know, at the Tuesday Night Beer League that we might have a chance. But it's getting it's getting to where it should be. They're shaking off the rust. And I think by the end of the week, the, the, the top, you know, three to six teams we expected to be there are going to be there. Although the showing this morning by Saskatchewan was, um, how do I make it, how do I put this nicely, uh, not great right at all.
3: Yeah. Uh... Tell me more because we had it on. here. There was a lot of stuff going on around here today. They were saying our boy, Kirk Myers, Kirk Myers, missed some shots. What, what happened? Nine, two team Cooey took team to the train station.
4: I mean, the reality of it is Rod, when you get to this level of curling, it is a very fine line between the good and the great. And when I was watching the way they were coming out, the first three ends, they just didn't look sharp. Kirk missed some shots. They were putting the broom in the wrong places and then they absolutely they got completely out angled and out strategized in the third end i mean they were making shots i don't know what they were thinking and they gave up three and it was five one after the third end and a five one lead against kevin cooey you're not coming back it was lights out at that point so i it was such a big game and they just weren't ready for the moment, and I think that's really disappointed, uh, dis- disappointing. And I know the team is going to be disappointing, uh, disappointed. But listen, they're four and two. They finished with uh, PEI and Nova Scotia. You got to win those games. You'll make it into the the championship round. So you got to check this one, like you said, at the train station. But whew, it wasn't. It was not pretty. I I looked away very early when it was five one and went. This thing's over.
3: Well, I gotta say this, uh, buddy. Why they've made too many mistakes already? They know that. They've been to the Briar before. They know that. Two, you make uh, curling cool and fun. To your Twitter, to me is more entertaining than the games. Three, the Cooey versus, or sorry, Hebert versus Saskatchewan story never gets old. And Benny Hebert, nicknamed Meat, says he always looks across and sees those green jackets and. It's like it t- pulls his heart out. You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, you're the traitor.
4: You left. That story never gets old. We had him. So we're doing that curling show now, which I'm really excited about myself and the queen of curling, Colleen Jones. And, you know, we have a lot of fun every night. We had Benny Heaps on last night. And, and I said to him, I mean, 41 years is enough, Roddy, not since Rick Folk in 1980. I wasn't even alive the last time Saskatchewan won a briar. And then you have Ben Hebert going over, you know, winning a whole bunch with Alberta and just loving life and looking over at us, sorry, (laughs) green giants over here. You know, the closest we came, what, 1999, Gerald Shimko losing to Guy Hemmings. My heart was ripped out in 99. I'm sure you can remember that one. Oh, Gerald Shimko, yes. The gentle
3: giant from Calder Sask.
4: Exactly. So, listen, you know, Benny's done a lot of winning. Good for him. But, God, it hurts when you see him out there. You know, he's playing against his cousin, Dustin Kidby, and putting it to him, putting the boots to him this morning. And you know they're going to be right there at the end of the week. I think Dunstone and this team is going to win a Briar sooner than later. You'll think after I watch him this morning taking on Kudog and, and Meat and the boys, uh, they're not close right now.
3: Not yet, but I think that they'll be in the championship round and the best curling still to come. Uh, but, Devin, let's, I'll say it again. I'm following your Twitter very closely, as everybody is, and uh, love you and that you always got a home here, as you know, whenever you want to come back. So thanks for the time and enjoy uh, the rest of the briar, my friend. Maybe we can do this soon here well, between, well, before Worlds.
4: I mean, figure out the CFL, XFL. and You're right. I will be home, and you know I'll be flying back for every game, four down or not.
3: Well, we'd love to have you here in the bunker, too, for sure. All right, Devin, enjoy. Have a great day. Thanks, Roddy. Good to see you. Take care. The great Devin Aru joining us from Toronto, the Republic of Toronto, talking Briar. Jack Fulton in Alberta says, Roddy, not all Calgary sports fans hate you. I love you, brother. Jack, thank you. All you need is one, Darren. All you need is one in Sword your corner. Starts. That's all you need is one. The quiet card. Now, this is the first time viewer says, please go easy on me. Writes <laughs> sit in and says, "Bull Levi versus Rod Peterson, cage match, halftime show. Listen, he just turned 31. I'm 48. Charleston Hughes is trying to set up a boxing match. He'd kill me. I don't want to fight Bull Levi Mitchell, okay? Can we play checkers? Fighting doesn't solve everything, you know. Almost. <laughs> Almost <laughs> I guess. Everything. I'm not bullying the Am I bullying the guy? I wished him happy birthday last week. His own team didn't even wish him happy birthday. I did. Only he can tell you if you're bullying. Yeah, him. that's true. There you go. Greg, Greg
1: Klevgaard says we can tell spring is coming. Everyone's restless. Well,. Well, we did around here, and I saw this on the internet, right? We went from uh, winter to false spring, and now we're in second winter before real spring. So we got teased, and now we're upset. I started wearing sandals, and then we got six inches
3: of snow. Yeah. Anyways, Adam Seaman, hang on. Uh, He's got some thoughts on CFL XFL, and uh, we'll get to all the years. Sports update coming up. Maybe a face-off. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV live daily on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports talk. For Suds, full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live.
2: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it, let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Welcome back, everybody. A quick sports update. The Blue
3: Jays are in Sarasota, Florida today to play the Baltimore Orioles in Grapefruit League action. Toronto is 5-3-1 following its win against the Phillies yesterday, 4-1. George Springer held out of the game with mild abdominal pain. They say it was strictly precautionary. That's what they also said about coronavirus. You You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Righty Ross Stripling is on the mound for the Blue Jays right now. The Oilers and Ottawa Senators meet again tonight at Rogers Place in one of six NHL games. Edmonton beat Ottawa 3-2 on Monday to improve to 5-0 against the Sens this year. Montreal's in Vancouver two nights after the Canucks beat the Canadiens 2-1 in a shootout. The NBA returns tonight with two games following the All-Star break. The Memphis Grizzlies hosting the Washington Wizards while the Spurs are in Dallas. Raptors return to action in Tampa, tomorrow against the Atlanta Hawks. The sports update for Dubnetwork.ca, the number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis with the best team of writers in Western Canada and the Pacific Northwest. Visit today, Dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including the new Almond Mocha. RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at G2GBars.ca. My phone is going off like a slot machine. Can I say that the CFL is cool again? Yeah. And <clears throat> actually, while we're at it, while we're at it, because I forget later in the day, Sports on Tap that we do, supposed to do daily for the Tap Brewhouse and Liquor Store. Let me tell you something about the Tap. Brewhouse and Liquor Store, Darren. Yeah. It's now open for dine-in or pickup. The Liquor Store drive through is open. Plus, you may also shop inside. Please follow social distancing guidelines and help everyone stay safe. Corner of uh, Pasqua and Rochdale. Tonight, Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, are at the Minnesota Wild. And I mentioned the other games, five in all. The other Canadian uh, games, anyways. American Hockey League tonight. Providence at Bridgeport. Laval at Belleville. Lehigh Valley at Bingo. That's code for Binghamton. Rush I wondered for a Roche- second. Yeah, Rochester at Utica taking on our good friend Patty and the Comets stocked it at Manitoba and uh San Diego. It's a German term. At Bakersfield. What?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 Great movie. Kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. Uh so Chris Bird in Toronto regarding the CFL-XFL merger. Pat Connicker. Why couldn't I remember his name? I was wondering. I'm like, Patty. Who's Patty? <laughs> Pat Connicker. There you go. Yeah. The guy who scored the Stanley Cup clinching goal for the 1984 Edmonton Oilers. I will tell you, the blue and orange is bubbling just below the silver and gold. <laughs> Anyways, on the CFL-XFL merger, uh, Chris Bird in Toronto says, the CFL currently has a franchise in North America's fourth largest urban market. You have to think that the XFL is interested in this to go along with their franchise in New York City. Talk about potential. Nelson Hakowich, Nelson, our VP of SimEvents, says, probably, but business is all risk and reward. Take this show, for example. I know everybody's saying that, but I don't feel like it was any kind of a risk. Maybe it was, was it a risk for you. Wasn't a risk for me.
1: Yeah, obviously. I mean, I guess it was sure.
3: You knew that I was going to show up for work every day and bring it every day. That's right. I don't see where the risk is in that. No, maybe, right. maybe some risk for our sponsors,
1: but it's, 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 but they're still with us making the decision. But when you know, you, when you know, it's the right thing to do, it doesn't feel like risk. Right? But when you're choosing line A over line B, which road you're going to go down, there's some risk in that that you've made the wrong choice. Right? Sure. Armando Moreno, watching in
3: Mexico City. He's our foreign correspondent. Yes. Armando Moreno in Mexico. Mi esposa, hay dinero. You really need a second line. My wife has the money. Armando Moreno says, please bring a franchise to Mexico, ex-CFL. Somebody, uh, somebody finally agreed with me on Twitter where I said, this is a negotiation, this is a bargaining. Although the CFL has no money, they still have a far larger brand in football than the XFL. Infinitely larger brand than the XFL. I'm sorry, they do. In football. Yes. The Rock has a bigger brand probably currently than the CFL. right? it is currently for sure. Oh, yeah. He's a global brand. But it's like, let's come together on some things here. And okay, so we won't be the Canadian Football League, but it's not going to be the XFL either. It's the Continental Football League, and it's going to be the CFL. So then we don't have to get into this X CFL or the NAFL, the North American Football League, when we go to put the
1: Mexico City in. Great road trips there, man. Well, yeah. And when you play in Canada, you'll play three downs. When the game's in the United States, you'll play on the small field. And in Mexico, on kick returns, you've got to avoid the gunshots at your feet. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Dance. (laughs) Dance. (laughs) Craig in uh, Toronto. Ironically, it will be the ex-CFL, but we will see what happens. Go Argos. Well, if I had a vote. It would be the Continental Football League. And I, for those that have just tuned in, I've been rallying for this for 20 years. So the fact that they're finally talking about it isn't necessarily a surprise, but it took a pandemic to bring both leagues, frankly, to their knees mm-hmm. to get to this point. But now is the time. Continental Football League. And for us in Canada, nothing needs to change
1: all those logos. Right? They don't call it the East Coast Hockey League anymore. It's the ECHL. So it would be the CFL. Well, we got
3: a long way to go in a short time to get there. So we'll be right back with overtime. And I feel like we're just getting rolling. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network. Across all 10 provinces and 31 states, live daily on YouTube and Facebook. And listen live, 24-hour sports talk. For Sud's full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live
2: head to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed got something to say you want to add to the show what are you waiting for don't just sit there say something now back to the studio with rod uh hee hee. here
3: we go here we go Greg Zahn just texted me. Watch your toes. Okay. I'm going to drop some names here. <laughs> Zonny, the World Series champion, just texted me. What? CFL merger talks? Didn't someone mention something like that on your show? Zonny, don't, don't steal this one, man. I've been on this for 20 years. When the XFL came around the first time in 2020, uh, 2001. Anyways. We got a face off upcoming here, but Bob Irving, whom I love dearly, I consider him part of the family, but he has tweeted something that I could not agree with. I could not disagree with more strongly with what Knuckles has to say here. Again, Hall of Fame voice of the CFL's Winnipeg Blue Bombers. My cynicism antenna is about to explode over this potential collaboration between the CFL and the XFL. The new XFL under the rock hasn't even proven it's viable. How about the CFL focus solely on playing in 2021 and preserving a great Canadian institution rather than fueling a distraction? Bob Irving... That's exactly what's wrong with the CFL. That's why the CFL is in the bind that it's in right now. And you're not alone in your way of thinking. But if I can tell you this, as I dip into my recovery coaching bag as a professional in that, do the same things you've always done, get the same results you've always got. That's why this league is at death's door. So keep doing whatever you want. Fight the XFL. God knows, probably most of the people in the league agree exactly with what Bob Irving's saying. But I'm not sure that Bob Irving is the conscience anymore of the Canadian Football League. He might be the soul of the Canadian Football League, but I'm not sure he's the conscience of the CFL. But you know what? Keep doing what you're doing. How's that working out for you? Odell Willis has tweeted, I think giving out a training camp start date would be bigger news than the XFL, but that's just my two cents.
1: That's from Odell. You had a take on that. Yeah, Odell just doesn't want to lose his job, right? And he's had a really great career. But, you know, to Bob's, you know, tweet, he doesn't really have to evolve. And, you know, we know that Bob's he's not going to evolve. Towards the end of the career, right? Yeah. You know, he can ride this out. And if the CFL doesn't change, Bob's going to know the CFL and it's going to survive, you know, and it'll be fine. And he'll get the same CFL he's always gotten. But for the next generation, the people, you know, the fans and, and you know, the people who are going to work in the league and be a part of this league for the next 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years, you have to adapt. It's like older businesses in marketing, right? You can continue to advertise on television and radio and all these other platforms, and you can continue to do th- things the way you've always done them and hang on if you're five, six years from retirement and ride it out. But if you're young, you better be ready to enter this digital world and grow and, make these changes you have to make you know real life altering changes in order to survive into the next generation the cfl's in that same position you could ride it out another four or five years right and die or you can make big changes to kind of set yourself up to move forward And that's the the whole point is i'm i'm out i'm just sitting here offering my opinions i like
3: the idea of a merger but that's not new I've been saying it for 20 years. Matthew Shinetti has tweeted, hearing that the Players Association was caught off guard by the XFL-CFL announcement and is meeting this afternoon to discuss next steps, reaction, and public statement. You're going to go and make this announcement and not tell the players. (laughs) Habs for Life in Vancouver writes in on YouTube, just heard the terrible CFL news. So sad. Uh lots going on here. Armando Moreno says, it's an honor that you consider me your foreign correspondent, guys. I really appreciate it. Well, we didn't tell you that you're doing it for free. <laughs> um, there's so many great comments coming in here. Nelson, while we are merging leagues and talking spring ball, let's just keep it going to get a solid Canadian Arena League going. There was a time that I was tremendously excited. I had all the V to get that done. I wanted to start an arena league on the prairies, travel by bus. We'll pay 500 a game. We'll get sponsors. I could be the commissioner. I had Craig Smith. He was going to be the head scout. We could do it. But that was years ago. My, my, my pilot lights out on that stuff. My pilot lights out on the CFL-XFL merger. I'm a fan. I sit every day and talk for two hours. But I'm... This is what gets me excited. I'll end the show where we began it. After spending all night on the phone last night with Billets and parents from Edson, Alberta, and Fort Francis, Ontario, dealing with the Bernie Lynn situation, talking to Theron Fleury last night, talking to Sheldon Kennedy this morning about rallying behind these victims of the hockey coach who's accused of all kinds of abuse of his players for decades. That's what gets my fire going. And again, I'll forgive you if you don't know what a recovery coach is because until I became one, I didn't know what it is. But the concept of recovery, the definition is returning something to its original state. We're trying to get these victims returned to their original state or at the very least, learn to live with what's happened to them. And my family's finally starting to get it, and even some of my closest friends. When you're reclaiming people's lives, putting abusers in handcuffs, who won the damn football game isn't that important. But people are finally starting to see why that's what gets me out of bed every morning. That's what gets me fired up. It used to be this football and sports stuff, it's not that anymore. It's helping people. And you help people. But as far as this CFL, like who knows where this is? You see how many people are fighting it? I know.
1: It's going to be tremendously exciting to watch this play out. <laughs> yeah, Like, I can't wait.
3: I thought you were going to say tremendously exciting to see them play. You just realized we're a long ways from oh, that happening. Yeah. Producer Clark says, uh, very excited for this one tomorrow. Vegas Golden Knights insider Gary Lawless and president of hockey operations of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Berkey. That's all coming up tomorrow. To Ron Dugay, thanks for nothing. <laughs> thanks to Devin Aru and all of you, and we'll see you tomorrow. Where's my pen? I threw it. Here's the phone. Not Again. the phone, not the phone. We don't know what
2: we're doing. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.